You ready? It's about that time. You're listening to Hoop Waves with Marlena Rodriguez. Hey everyone, welcome back to Hoop Waves Podcast. It's your girl Marlena and I hope everyone's doing good, staying safe. I know we're still in quarantine, unfortunately, and you know, a lot of things happening in the world right now. Um, of course, the Black Lives Matter movement, which of course I'm all up for that and I've supported it for so so much time now and I feel like we should get back to kind of being an escape for some people because it can be depressing. So I was hoping to um, probably do that with you guys and again, just create like a safe place for everyone to listen and be part of. So again, this podcast is sharing the grind and original experiences from people in the sports industry, stars on and off the court. And I'm so excited. (laughs) This busy guy has been on so many platforms lately that I've seen, but he's part of the G League, Stockton Kings, and he's a guard. And he was also part of the USA national team last year. So I want to give a warm welcome to Cody Demps. Welcome, Cody. Thank you. Thank you for having me. You make it seem like I've been dodging you. No, no, no. (laughs) Don't make it seem like... (laughs) No, 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 he's really kind. Yeah, you're really kind to, of course, put, put your story out there. And it's just great to see because, again, a lot of people shy away from it. And I think it's really cool that you're letting people in and showcasing yourself. So kudos to you. Yeah, no, I like it. I like being able to tell like my story my way and yeah. kind of be kind of like an inspiration for younger guys coming up. Totally, totally. Um, so like I said, he's part of um, Stockton Keens G League and G League has been booming um, <laughs> this past year, especially. Mm-hmm. But I want to go back to take me back to college because um, especially now people are committing and decommitting and it's kind of a weird world right now um, that we're living in. But as far as college recruitments for people or players who are looking to go into college, what, mm-hmm. what does, what is that process like? And I know you went to your hometown, Sac State, and mm-hmm. what was also your reasons for choosing that college? So, yeah, the, for me, I thought the recruiting process was super stressful, to be honest. Uh, I always wanted to go Division One, so I kind of – I didn't really get a lot of uh, college interest, so it kind of mm-hmm. stressed me out. And when I finally actually committed to Sac State, it kind of felt like a, a weight off my shoulders. So, yeah, a lot of the – it's kind of weird now. Back in the day, there wasn't as much emphasis on things like AAU – Mm-hmm. But yeah, nowadays, nowadays that's basically who the colleges all talk to. The AAU coaches—that's where they all see them during the summer, during all the tournaments, yeah, being held in big places like Vegas and what all the East Coast and stuff like that. So yeah, it's, it's changed a lot, and uh, yeah. So for me, one of the reasons why I chose Sac State was because obviously they're Division One, so that was my goal always growing up: go mm-hmm. play Division One basketball. And then once I started to get to know, like, the coaches and some of the current players I'll be playing with next year, I kind of I fell in love with the school. Most of my parents actually went there, so I was really nice. familiar with, yeah, the area and the history. And obviously I'm from the area as well. Yeah. So, yeah, I really believed in the coaches. So, oh, that's uh, awesome. That was one of the main reasons because I really felt like they really cared about 
my success and mm-hmm. uh, not just the productivity of the team. Yeah, totally. I think a lot of people's experiences, they go for many different reasons, whether it be playing minutes, um, the -hmm. education behind it, because a lot of people want to focus on that. Surprisingly, Mm -hmm. I know everyone always thinks about the program, (laughs) the sports, but, you know, there's still education that comes along with going to college. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's super important. I think, yeah, some people miss out on that, but that's a major advantage if you could Mm-hmm. end up going to school for free and getting all that paid for yeah and so what does it feel like for being a hometown because I went to college only I commuted only 10 minutes from my home okay. so I kind of cool. I can relate yeah I had a nice bed mm-hmm. not the normal dorm mattress <laughs> what college did you go to Cal Poly Pomona University so oh, yeah one of my one of my best friends actually went there as well oh really nice alum there you yeah. go Bronco <laughs> uh, yeah but how is that like of going not really because a lot of people want to say they miss the experience and everything so how do Mm -hmm. you handle that when you don't necessarily experience like what other people experience yeah so I kind of was uh wanting but just like you said I kind of wanted to have like that college experience that everyone Mm -hmm. talks about and so I was lucky to be enough on scholarship so I was able to stay in the dorms uh all I stayed in the dorms actually three out of my four years so okay and uh it was cool enough where my parents kind of understood that it was like time for me to grow up time for me to get away so they weren't barging in on me (laughs) gave me enough space where I felt like I was actually away at college somewhat but I was still close enough to come back home do some laundry maybe get a home to me at the same time so I kind of had the best of both worlds in my eyes oh that's awesome yeah I know a lot of people look at it different ways, but that's good that um, you experienced that. Mm-hmm. So what is it like, okay, going from college to G League? Okay, I know mm-hmm. people talk about the transition because I can understand that, you know, going to college, you're kind of set that you're, okay, I'm going to play with this team for this amount of years. But G League, mm-hmm. it like you pop in and you can pop out at any time. What's that like? Yeah, that's what you said is correct. Like, there's guys that are in and out of the league at uh, at a, a rapid rate. So you see guys that will play for one team and not play the other team the same, or not play for the team the next year. So yeah, college you kind of have no, you have a home for the most yeah. part for whatever yeah. four or five years. But that's just part of uh, the business of being a professional athlete. You kind of kind of up in the air a lot more times than not you're going to at least experience one type of uh, failure where you're going to get cut or traded. So you kind of be able to go with the ebbs and flows of the ups and downs of being a professional. So you kind of have to have a strong mindset and it it helps having guys that are older and that can kind of give you that advice so you can know what to look for prior to becoming a professional. So that's kind of part of the reason why I've always wanted to be like kind of a mentor for people on that side being able to tell them like how it is and so they weren't blindsided by anything like that yeah because again people don't see the behind the scenes they only see what's happening on the court so it's Mm -hmm. kind of it's sometimes difficult to find that in the media too and I think it's also better when it's coming from the player that's doing it that's doing the work that's um doing the stroke the grind and everything like that Mm -hmm. yeah so like kind of the point of view that I have is like I'll see maybe someone underperformed for the team and then you'll have a bunch of people 
kind of reaching out over social media like hey they should cut this guy like this guy's no good we need to trade him but then i kind of flipped that and then able to see it from the player's point of view or that's right his family might live in that city like if he gets cut or traded he's gonna have to uproot his whole family so yeah it's kind of it's kind of interesting point of view you kind of have to see it from both sides yeah um so have have you ever i want to say um Oh my gosh, I don't know how to word this, but being in being in the G League, what uh-huh. what's it like when do you does the G League players also get to work out with the official NBA team or are you guys kind of both different kinds of family? Uh during the season I'd say we're kind of pretty separate. Okay. Uh we have our own practice facility where we were for us it's the old Kings facility. Okay. And so we kind of have our own practices, do our own thing. But throughout the season, there's a lot of guys that get called up or called down. So we might have a couple players from the from the Kings come and practice with us, come and play with us a couple times during the season. Mm-hmm. And also there's a thing called uh, uh, Exhibit 10 where that's where prior to the season starting, they're able to participate in the training camp for the actual NBA team. So each oh, team wow. has about three or four guys. Nice. that'll participate and get paid for that training camp but end up playing with the G League team during the season. So okay. if you're in and out of the G League, you know a bunch of the players, and if you're around the organization, you'll interact with a bunch of them. Totally. So that's not a common. That's yeah. awesome. Um, again, mm-hmm. we wouldn't know that until you told us. So that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. um, so going forward, play, how you said players decommitting um, – I mean, not decommitting, but also getting cut from rosters. Go, mm-hmm. Like in in the world we are in now, as I'm sure you know, there's that new G League team, um, the LA one mm-hmm. with Jalen and um, Isaiah and all those other guys. What's um, yeah. I assume that they'd be playing against other G League teams, such as yourself and the other players. What is that going to be like? Do you guys kind of have a chip on your shoulder and be like, okay, they made a new team for <laughs> for them, so let's show yeah. them how it's going to be? <laughs> yeah, so from what I've understood, I've just been reading and just been kind of listening to other people that are involved in the league. So mm-hmm. they're going to be kind of separate from the G League. They're still going to be a G League team, but they're not going to be competing for, like, playoffs, like all the rest oh, of the G League team. Okay. So they're going to be high, like really focused on development and so they'll play some G League teams but Got they won't it. play all of them and there's a lot of practice and they'll even play some overseas teams okay that's what so, I was wondering too okay yeah and the games won't count towards like anybody's record but so it's just just showcase they'll still them be playing against older guys which will right and probably they'll probably have streams for where they'll play on TV and stuff so it'll be good for them being able to play against older probably stronger uh yeah. guys so i think it'd be great for their development especially players who have a different mindset that have a family that they need to take care of and they're not gonna mm-hmm. let anyone stomp all over them with athleticism yeah, so. when i first uh these past couple of seasons they've offered kind of the same deal where they have would have like younger elite prospects be on the actual gb team and get right. paid and i was kind of wondering how that dynamic would be with guys that are older and maybe think that they deserve that money and going mm-hmm. with a guy that might be 17, 18 years old. So I'm kind of glad that they did it this way where they're kind of separate, but they're still able yeah. to compete at the same time. Definitely away from a lot of conflict. That's for sure. So. Mm-hmm. For sure. <laughs> um, okay. So being part of the G League, 
I want to say a couple days ago or a few days ago. So your season is officially canceled. Mm-hmm. What's that? What was that whole uh, mindset of, you know, this coronavirus is coming. Um, we don't know anything about it. And then suddenly mm-hmm. you guys just stop games. Like, how did that mentality, like, how did you go through that? So, yeah, first kind of started off where people were hearing about the coronavirus. People were starting to contract it. And then the NBA sent out kind of like a memo. So we were kind of like limiting kind of interactions with the fans where we wouldn't do post-game uh, autograph sessions and stuff like that. Then all of a sudden, uh, that one game happened where Rudy Gobert tested positive and then yeah. they had to cancel that Jazz Thunder game. So we had a game that night, actually, and we actually finished our game. But just by the looks and the kind of the attitude around the league, I knew that might be that might be our last game for a while. So the next day, they basically said we're postponed. And so these two months have gone by where we're basically – I've just been working out, trying to stay ready just in case the season actually – ends up going back on but Mm -hmm. we just got word that it would be canceled for sure so some of the guys are kind of relaxing now kind of getting back to their normal off-season routines but (laughs) uh the nba is also expanding their rosters for the games that are going to be occurring in florida so there's going to be some opportunities for guys to get caught up and from what i've seen and read on twitter and all this other stuff that there's a lot of uh, pushback from players that are in the league right now that kind of don't think that they should be returning to play. Yeah, so it's totally. going to be interesting to see and move forward because with the opening of rosters, there's going to be a lot of D league guys being getting signed. So hopefully I'm preparing like I want to be one of them. So yeah, right for sure. You don't want to gain right that now. Bahamas um, weight yeah. or those vacation <laughs> calories. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, uh, how you said that um, some things are, players speaking out so we'll definitely dive into that more because that's really interesting Mm -hmm. um that whole dynamic but going forward so as you as you know people go overseas certain players because their skill set might be different but how Mm -hmm. do you prepare for the g league and going rather than college like what's your preparation like because like you said you're not certain that you might have a job yeah so uh for college, I was kind of focusing on school and sports at the same time, so kind of had like summer class and things like that. Mm-hmm. So as this being like my job and kind of like my money maker, I get to really just focus on basketball. So most of my day is spent uh, trying to get better, like take care of my body, been trying to do uh, a lot of yoga and all that extra time that I would be usually spending on like uh, academics. I get to spend on perfecting my craft. So actually that's one of the parts that I really enjoyed not having to, I mean, or getting to focus on one thing and trying yeah. to be the best at that. Doing something so you love. Something that I really enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. And it's something that I love too. So on top of that. So yeah. I'm really blessed. That's awesome. Um, so you're with the Stockton Keens, which is amazing. Congrats. I, mm-hmm. I feel like that's so awesome Thank when you me. get to play for your hometown. I don't know. I feel like that's, Cause you're no, so familiar. Yeah, no, yeah. You're so familiar yeah. with it and everything. The people know you and it's like, you know, their vibe and their atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And so. Exactly. Yeah. I get to tell all the players like where the best food spots are at that <laughs> aren't maybe from around town. So that's pretty good. And, and my family gets to come to most of my games. So yeah, that's awesome. That. That's the perfect situation. You're like the perfect tour guide <laughs> there. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 
<laughs> Everyone, if you're in Stockton, hit up Cody. He'll tell mm-hmm. you where to go. Yeah. All the food spots. I got you. Yeah. Um, so being in Stockton, just give us a little bit. What's, what is it like for people who are not familiar with um, Sacramento and the Stockton Kings? Like take us into the locker room and the whole atmosphere there. So actually all of the players and most of the staff and all live in Sacramento. So Sacramento is in Northern California, capital of California. And then Stockton is mm-hmm. probably about a 40-minute drive from Sacramento. So all of us live in Sacramento because we're using the old Kings facility. So the Kings just got a new uh, arena probably yeah. in this located downtown Sacramento. Probably got it three or four years ago. I'm mm-hmm. not quite sure. But, but basically they used to play in a different arena kind of outside of downtown. So that's where all we stay and we use that old practice facility. So actually it's one of the better facilities in the G League where we have a bunch of two nice full courts, a weight room, a nice locker room. There you go. But, yeah, so it's way better than what I, my first year we were in Reno, and we had to practice at a boys and girls club, basically. Yeah, I've so, heard of Reno. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, so way better situation. So I'm yeah. super happy that they made the move. That's and awesome. so, yeah, so Sacramento, um, it's kind of like an underrated city. A lot of people that aren't from California, they, they know of San Francisco and like L.A. Right. Those are kind of like the two main places that people will like only hear about, so. Usually when I'm traveling or something, they'd be like, where's, where's Sacramento? I'm like, oh, don't worry about that. I, I live in San Francisco. I thought, okay, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. But, no, I love it. It's been my home. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. A lot awesome. of great things got going on in Sacramento. Yeah, the music scene is amazing. They got a bunch of art. And, obviously, we're the capital. So, I have a yeah. bunch of uh, government buildings and things like that. So, I yeah. Love it. it feels like it's definitely a diamond in the rough. That once people know about it, then it's, like, shining yeah. on the map. So for sure, and it's awesome. pretty uh, centrally located too. So nice. You get to want to go to the beach two hours away if you want to go snowboarding oh, two hours like, away. So that's like where I'm at. I'm like 30 minutes from yeah. downtown LA. So basically, once traffic okay. hits, it takes about two hours. So man, see, that's the one thing I cannot understand how people survive is that traffic down yeah, there. Yeah, it's a struggle. It's a struggle. I've been doing it for a it's while good. lately. I got a whole respect. So I sat in it one time. I'm like, man, people really do this every day for work. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, definitely need like toothpicks and duct tape to like keep those mm-hmm. eyes open. So <laughs> I'll be trying to put my head out the window if I get sleep. I'm trying to get the air to hit, hit my face. Yeah, that works too. I've done that. Yeah. I'm guilty of that. So Definitely. Okay, so lastly about the G League talk, what does it take um, to join a team? Is there certain tryouts that people need to look for? Is there, do they go to a mm-hmm. website? Like how did, how did you get involved with that? So I was lucky enough to be involved with, uh, I have a trainer out here. His name is Gus Armstead. And uh, uh, I actually went to school with his son. Okay. And so I've known him and his family for a while. So I've been training with him ever since high school, basically. And so he has a lot of connections in the Sacramento area. And so he knows a lot of the, the coaches and the players for the Kings. So if the Kings ever need, like, extra bodies during the summer when not everyone might be around where they could play 5-on-5, five five, he'll mm-hmm. have to call up a bunch of his other guys that are looking in that are already professionals or looking to get into professionals to come out. So I was playing 5-on-5 five five with them during the summer. And they kind of wanted to, like, show their appreciation and thank me for coming out and being 
uh, it's a good body. So yeah. they basically said that I have a, they're going to let me try out for the team in Reno. And so, oh, awesome. So for most and uh, G League teams, they have like a public tryout where you could stay okay. and uh, they'll pick two of those players to come join them in training camp. So I was, I didn't have to stay lucky, but I'll go to that tryout. They just automatically asked me to come to the training camp. And so awesome. training awesome. camp, they have about, I want to say 18 people come to training camp and 12 of them make it. And so they basically say, this is like no guarantees. You're just here to try out just like everyone else. And so uh had my fingers crossed and just went out there and tried my hardest and ended up uh, making the team. And then slowly but surely just worked my way into the rotation. I didn't play at first, but by the end mm-hmm. of the season, I was starting. And so I've just been trying to improve ever since. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. if you want to pursue your passion cody has the secret sauce okay just keep pushing through (laughs) keep pushing through (laughs) yeah um but that's amazing though that everything tends to work out i feel like once that happens it's like a weight is off your shoulders like okay i did it now i just need to keep improving for sure yeah there's i know that summer i was like i said before Two part most stressful summers was trying to get recruited to go to Sac, uh, Sac State and mm-hmm. then trying to make it to the G League. Those two summers, I was basically just working out, <laughs> not sure what might happen next. And yeah. So the thing worked out, kept faith, kept praying, and mm-hmm. ended up, everything That's awesome. happened for you. Totally. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Um, okay, so going, I know we talked a little about the NBA and where the league is at right now, but mm-hmm. I just wanted to, I know. I don't want to, I'm afraid to ask you like your favorite team because I don't want you to automatically just. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. no. Do you have a favorite um, team? Okay, let's go back when you're little for anyone who's listening. Yeah. His favorite team, Sacramento. Okay, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But actually, it's kind of weird. So growing up, uh, my dad was a big Lakers fan because his dad was from LA. So okay. growing up, I was always introduced to the Lakers, so that ended up being my favorite team. And then just being able to watch all their games and then seeing Kobe Bryant, he, he turned into my favorite oh, player. Yes. So yeah. growing up, it was always Lakers diehard. I probably still have about three or four Lakers jerseys in my closet back at home. Whose so. jerseys do you have? One of them is always Lakers. And so, yeah. Oh, which jersey? Yeah. And I had, I had three different Kobe Bryant ones, and oh, then nice. I have a Magic Johnson one. Oh, Wow. There you go. Yeah, You're all so set. Kobe's Kobe my favorite, for sure. Yeah, there you go. So is that your favorite player? Oh, yeah, easily. Yeah. He's the one that I always looked up to for his basketball skill. always tried to emulate when I was playing on the court by myself. Oh, my gosh. I feel like when everyone says that, I feel like, you know, it's like that, oh, I'm just in the backyard, middle of the night, just shooting mm-hmm. hoops and the chain and everything, the net. Um, it just like point it picks it like makes a story in everyone's head i feel like once everyone hears that oh for sure because i'm pretty much everyone does it i know everyone pretends like seeing the better favorite player and they do that shot clock in their mind like yeah (laughs) yeah and then you have to keep doing it until you make it because you can never leave without (laughs) making a shot never 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 oh my gosh that's awesome um so like you said, the NBA is kind of iffy, kind of, it's in a strange place, to be honest. Um, I think we can agree on that. 
it's been blown over on all over media that the NBA expects to, like you said, play in Orlando and mm-hmm. um, the 2020 playoffs. They, they were saying to continue um, to start like mid August. But then mm-hmm. once then a report came out, an article saying that basically players, a number of players, about like 150 to 200 players were disappointed mm-hmm. that they weren't part of the NBA restart vote. So do you know any player or any players that have um, talked about it with you or have you gotten your research like everyone else? And also, if you were part of that and if you weren't like if you were in the NBA, not in the G League, but the NBA, how would you feel about this process? So, yeah, uh, I haven't really asked around that much. All I've been seeing are like kind of like like you said, like the tweets that are going on from my mm-hmm. fans and my woes and stuff. And so, yeah, I'm not really familiar with any players, but obviously there's got to be some, like, facts to what they're saying. There's got to, obviously, they got to be right if that, they're not just going to make that up for no reason. Yeah. So, yeah, so a lot of them are upset because, yeah, they didn't have kind of a say in that process. And I kind of feel where they're coming from. They're the players that are going to be out there. They're going right. to kind of taking the risk, I guess, kind of, because, they're going to one that might be exposed to more exposed to the mm-hmm. COVID-19 and stuff. So I get where they're coming from, where if they didn't have a vote, that's kind of, kind of messed up. Yeah. You think they'd be able to have a say in what happens to their, their careers and their lives. So it'll be interesting to see what they actually do. Cause I feel like if only a couple of them are not supporting it and they're kind of bench players, mm-hmm. that might be, shoved under the rug but it's like guys that have a huge voice or a huge impact like LeBron says something the NBA is for sure going to listen if those type of players stand up so it'll be interesting to see what happens yeah definitely Um, again this was just out like probably like a few hours ago from today so it's still fairly new Um, so I'm Mm -hmm. I'm waiting to see if more details come out but Mm -hmm. yeah like you said it's kind of strange that they wouldn't I don't know, maybe do like an NBA player survey or like send it to them and maybe they could, mm-hmm. you know, something simple like five questions or something like A, B, and C, yeah. like what their stress level would be like or what, you know, because a lot of things are happening in the world. Like there's oh, it's definitely, yeah. like the freedom of movement with George Floyd and everything protests happening and the, yeah. it doesn't help with that we have a virus going on in the world continually. So... 2020 has been crazy. Yeah, so it's definitely, it's been a whirlwind of things happening across many industries, especially sports. But mm-hmm. um, like you said, the players, they, they're the product. I think they have, it's like the people, they have the voice to say yes or no. And mm-hmm. it's it's going to suck if if they don't, you know, participate with the NBA and when they do continue again. Yeah, I'm interested to see like if they, yeah, if they actually had a chance to voice their opinions, or they just went straight to the owners and stuff making the decision. So yeah. I'm not sure what happened, but I'm sure all that stuff will come out soon because I'm sure they're it's getting closer and closer to that date where everyone reports. Yeah, totally. So speaking of, like you said, they're expanding the roster and certain players, like G League players, are wanting to get called up. And if this does go mm-hmm. through, and like. Would you be willing to risk um, playing in Orlando? For me, yeah. It's always been my dream to play in the NBA. So any chance that I get, and mm-hmm. this would this would be an opportunity, I think I'd try to make the most of it. So 
I'll definitely try to take definitely take that chance. Yeah, caution, of course, but yeah, totally. Yeah, um, for sure. So, we talked a little bit about the NBA, but what has been like? What's it been like without having sports like constantly? Because I feel like sports, especially basketball, it's like year round. There's NBA Summer League in Vegas, Utah, mm-hmm. and then the season starts again, and it's like you know, it's like a continuous thing. Yeah, NBA, yeah, basketball is year-round, especially for someone that's trying to make it in the industry. You're going to yeah. be training the off-season, then you have summer league, then you have training camp, and then season starts all over again. So, yeah, having this kind of couple months where you have not only back NBA, but NFL and baseball, mm-hmm. every all sports have come to a halt. It's been, it's been definitely weird because I'm used to just coming in, turning on my TV, Clicking through what kind of sports were on, but mm-hmm. that kind of stuff had to stop. So I think it was kind of perfect when they had the the Michael Jordan documentary come on. Yes. So that was kind of perfect timing for that whole situation. But yeah, it's been kind of I've been actually taking this time and kind of liked having this time to kind of look at myself more and look at the things that I could improve on just in my life, whether that my relationships with my friends or spiritually and mentally, all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. So actually took this time to kind of better myself, which I definitely appreciate making the most of it. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I know a lot of people who are, again, it's like, it's a depressing time right now, but they're kind of looking at the upside like you are mm-hmm. and staying positive and trying to make these yeah. failures or these um, depression moments into success, whether it be internally or externally. So Yeah, for sure, because the way I see it is kind of stuff that's out of my control. I don't yeah. have the excuse virus so i'm just gotta make the most of what i'm giving well, that's awesome so quarantine we're in quarantine what has been your quarantine lifestyle how is that going for you man so when it first started when you couldn't even get inside a gym i was basically i'm always been like a go to bed late and then wake up late kind of person so i'll stay up till like i'm the same way i'm guilty yeah <laughs> I'm always, even when I was a little kid, I'd stay up till 2 or 3 and get up around 11 or 12. So doing that, playing video games, a lot of Netflix, a lot of movies, and then just trying to – I've been taken to YouTube and kind of all this, like, virtual type of, like, training where I'll just try to get in my garage and go through different YouTube videos and see what works. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's been different for me because I'm used to having being able to get in the gym and then having a trainer tell me, all right, you need to do this, 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 yeah. and that. So kind yeah. of been taking it up on myself. Yeah, definitely. I think YouTube has been like the mobile, like college university for everyone because um, mm. that's like the number one search engine that everyone goes to to learn how to do something. Oh, sure. So I could definitely, I've, I'm, I do that also. So there's been a ton of at-home workouts. So I've been yeah. almost doing them all. So they've been working because I'm sore. So. Uh, yeah, see, I already went through my first, like, 30-day yoga challenge. I'm on to my second one already. So oh, wow. There yeah. you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm trying to continue my Pilates. So my, my mm-hmm. the studio I go to, they've just created, like, a virtual thing. And I think they're going to do, like, a soft opening because um, – a lot of surprisingly a lot of businesses are starting to reopen but i think some of them are having boundaries which is smart Mm -hmm. so that's one of them so i'm kind of excited to continue my pilates journey you said bodies right what is pilates 
so is Pilates, it's basically, so it's like this, um, I don't know if you've seen, like, it's called a reformer. It's kind of like you get on, like, it's almost like a, just a solid couch, like a thin couch. Yeah, and not, not a machine, but like, yeah, yeah kind of like. So it basically yeah. works out. It's meant to, there's like any workout that you can focus on certain sections of your body. But basically, mm-hmm. Pilates is like an overall workout. Like it basically works on core and glutes. Um, okay. Basically, butt. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, it's like it's an amazing workout. You only do it like um, forty-five to fifty minutes, and it feels like you did like two hours worth. And there's loud of music, so it pumps you up and everything. And it's just, I just think it's an overall, I wish I started um, earlier. Honestly, I did yoga and some hot yoga before and uh-huh. I'm starting to get into a bit of running back into running, jogging in the morning. So, but yeah, Pilates is an amazing workout. Lonzo Ball, I know he recently started it. Um, so he's on that journey, but you should definitely try it. Like, so yeah, especially if you're doing, especially if you're doing yoga, I think you'll, you'll, like slip right in so it won't be as yeah. difficult i'm gonna have to do my research there you go yeah pilates are everywhere and i think of what you said in stockton they should be there too mm-hmm. oh for sure yeah. but but yeah so you talked about your what you're doing in quarantine so have you started like i know you said you looked on youtube and have you done like i don't know anything on that's not normal that you've kind of like maybe wanted to do uh yeah like from your daily name, routine uh, daily routine wise uh not really yeah i no. thought we be getting into yoga okay and yeah that's one of the main things that i haven't really tried out okay because i know a lot of people especially doing like social media and everything i think 2020 is like where everyone's making youtube channels <laughs> so i was oh, wondering yeah. if you're going down that path <laughs> oh actually yeah i'm trying to uh I've actually been trying to stream some of my the times that I've been playing video games since I already play video games. Mm-hmm. And so I bought, like, a whole microphone and, like, a oh. camera so I could play games. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so that's Twitch, right, that you're on? Yeah. Yeah. So I got my own, my own Twitch stream. I'm still, I only got, like, 20 followers, but hey, slowly but sure. If you think of it sure. from, like, right when I started, I saw, like, 50 people listen, and I was like, oh, and then you, you can't compare yourself. That's another thing, everyone. You can't compare oh, yeah. yourself to what everyone else is doing. Everyone else had their journey. Some started earlier. Maybe they just get hit a growth spurt, but, you know, if you mm-hmm. think, like, if you're in a room and 20 people are around you, that's kind of, it's kind of nice if you're, if everyone wants to just focus on you, so that's a plus. Yeah. That's a good way to look at it. In fact, a room full of 20 people is a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> and just wait till you have 100 and so forth. You'll be like, okay, I can't fit everyone in my room. So <laughs> that's a good sign. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. So is, what kind of games are you playing right now? And what do you play on? So I play on PlayStation 4. Oh, no. I thought you were going to say Xbox. Oh, <laughs> um, definitely not. What? Yeah. Uh, you you haven't seen the new PlayStation Five? Yeah, I have. I have seen the PlayStation Five. I have to switch over. Yeah, I know. I've seen it. I'm a little jealous because it looks very yeah. futuristic and nice. So, <laughs> So yeah, I've always been like a PlayStation guy. So, been playing a lot of Call of Duty. Been playing. Uh, I actually like MLB the Show a lot. 
Okay. Those are the two games that I decision off lately. But I've gotten into 2K, uh, some golf games and stuff like that. Okay. It's a good variety. You know, some mm. some people are always just set on 2K and then that's like a whole day play and you're like, okay, can we play something else? So. Yeah, no, I got to switch it up. I can't stick it the same thing yeah. for too long. That's good. I bet your 20 followers would love are love loving that that they could <laughs> dive into a little bit of everything so <laughs> yeah, a, little, a little bit of variety yeah okay so speaking of followers and like people um wanting to talk to you and everything so I'm so glad that you're up to talk about this because dating mm-hmm. okay especially now yeah. So mm-hmm. I just want to applaud you because not everyone is <laughs> so confident and courageous to talk about this, um, surprisingly. Oh. So, uh-huh. so especially you yeah, being... It's definitely kind of a, not a full subject, but something that people tend to shy away from. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't mind talking. Nice. I'm so happy. So, especially now, it's I feel like dating apps are blowing up right now, which is mm-hmm. kind of strange because... I don't feel like you'd want to go meet that person, especially with this virus going on. So I know it's everything's like virtual now, which is kind of strange. Yeah, definitely. But you're an athlete and I'm so happy because everyone always talks about athletes and dating and what's it like and what's that image and what's the relationship and everything. So obviously I'm going to put it out here. Obviously not my mindset because I know many athletes and they're all great people, but most mm-hmm. people have this image of athletes being players and don't get me wrong, I feel yeah. like everyone, no matter whether it's in the sports realm or different industries, there's always players. Mm-hmm. So just everyone know that. <laughs> but sure. but what's that? What's it? What's the dating scene like being an athlete? Yeah, so kind of like the way I looked at it, a lot of the athletes are trying to like achieve something, or they kind of are really goal oriented. So, and a lot of them especially when like they're younger like 20s and stuff they kind of like see this time which i also kind of see this time as like a time to focus on myself Mm -hmm. and so having like uh like a girlfriend or like a wife or like even having like a family i think like the main ingredient to making that successful is putting them over yourself and so catering their needs and so like at the point where you're young enough but some people seem to have reached this point and others not, where you're not ready to put them over yourself yet. You're still trying to focus on yourself, trying to make yourself better, trying to make your goals happen in uh, your career and stuff like that. So that's kind of one of the reasons why I see a lot of like uh, people not ready to settle down, especially athletes. But it's actually interesting. I'd say probably like three or four of my teammates this year are married already. Okay. And so that's kind of, yeah, and so that's kind of something new that I haven't seen. Yeah, I know, especially when I feel like we see it like in a once in a blue moon when someone gets mm-hmm. married and they put it on, um, everyone starts blasting yeah. it on social media, so. And actually, one of my favorite events, I've been to, I went to one, two last year, you know, some of the best times, so if people are down to getting married, they so, uh, Sure. There you go. Um, so wait, I'm sorry. You said you went to two weddings last year. Yeah, I went to two weddings last year. Oh, nice. Where were they at? One was in Sacramento, and another one was in Napa. Oh, I love Napa. I've been there. So beautiful. 
beautiful. Yeah, I love the vineyards. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I did a road trip there with my family and we stopped like Big Sur and San Fran and Napa and did all those little cities and everything. And it was just so amazing. Did wine tours. What was that? I said those are good stops to make. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I recommend and everyone do road trips towards Napa and Big Sur and especially doing that, um, drive up the coast it's so beautiful especially once it's safe everyone don't go now but once it's safe <laughs> yeah. and actually it was my first time wine tasting this past like this past summer and it was a blast uh, i suggest that too oh really what's your go-to are you a red wine white wine dessert wine <laughs> Ooh, see i gotta stay away from the dessert wines they do not taste good to me at all if i'm oh no today, i feel like I'll it's like, like I don't know. Dessert wine, it's like so sugary. Obviously, it's sugary and really, really sweet. So it's a lot to handle if you're not that into it. Exactly. Like, not not a fan, not a fan. So what are you, red wine? Yeah, big like reds. Like, I like Cabernet, okay. and, like Merlot, stuff like that. Oh, you got the good stuff. <laughs> okay, so I know you talked about the dating scene being athlete, but I am... Lots of people join dating. Like I said, lots of people are joining dating apps since this quarantine happened Uh and putting themselves out there. Rightfully so, because, you know, what else can (laughs) people do with their time and the curiosity that someone might have? Uh The question is, have you joined any dating apps? So I did have Tinder back in college, but recently I don't have any uh, dating apps as of now. Okay. So I know. I know what they're about. I know how they work and stuff like that. And so I've experienced that. But nah, I haven't downloaded one in a while. Yeah. You know the whole swiping and everything like that. So that's good. You're familiar with left and right. As long as you know what yeah. those two directions mean. Yeah. So if people bring it up to me, I know, I know what they're talking about. <laughs> Has any of your friends or um, teammates have hopped on yet? Uh, I know it was a big thing when I was in college, for sure. I know a couple of my other teammates. And so as of right now, I don't know any of my teammates that have. I know my sister does, which oh. I guess. There you I go. So I know my sister has one, but she might be the only person that I know. Okay. Does she approve them to you or no? <laughs> Do you guys have a dating app? No, you not anymore. Yeah, that's exactly what I said. Yeah. So oh, okay. I, I, asked two, I asked two of my friends if they have it, but I haven't done it in a while. Okay. That's a good, honest answer. I'm glad you asked, so, or I'm glad you answered because, again, like I said, not everyone is confident or courageous enough, so, or brave yeah. enough. And I feel like during the coronavirus, it's kind of more safe because I feel like you don't really, like, go meet them. It's like a lot of talking and then yeah. meet virtually, and then then you go meet up I guess around this time yeah that's what I'm thinking like I have some girlfriends that are on it and I've messed with it a couple times I I have to be honest so yeah but yeah I'm like curious like you can't see them in real life so like say they're they're like yeah. six three and they're actually like five two I don't know just like just random like things like what if things don't yeah. add up <laughs> a lot of catfish out there for sure yes oh yeah for sure okay so I'm so happy we talked about that little dating um, segment. So that was really fun. So lastly, mm-hmm. I want to end with a getting to know questions about you because I think you're interesting from what I've deep dived on you. And I think 
um, the listeners yeah. would love to find out more about you and just connect with you um, in a different spotlight. Yeah. So what was your favorite subject in school? So I was always a big math person. Math came super easy to me. But yeah. like things like writing essays and like art, I was a really big fan of. But yeah. math was a too for sure. That's so funny. Um, okay, so choose another career besides basketball. Another career? Uh, see, I've been thinking about what I want to do after basketball. But oh, that's smart. I'm going to be a professional streamer if I could. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I got my degree in uh, engineering. So I think if I had to switch uh, jobs right now, I'd probably do something with that. But I'm not really sold if I really want to do that after. Yeah, which is so, which is so strange that um because i'm like i'm trying to think the same way that i went through um my college and even even people now like who are expertise in certain industries and executives that you look back at their degree and it's like you didn't go to school for that but sometimes Mm -hmm. it just works out and you kind of find your path throughout you know your life yeah that's one of the reasons why i don't think people should really stress too much about what they're going to get their degrees i feel like a lot of people that i've known don't yeah. even pursue their careers are in that field so i know it's all just a learning experience yeah totally i was definitely that person that was like stressing everyone mm-hmm. some of my friends oh yeah i want to be a doctor i want to go to medical i was like what do i'm like i don't know what to do i don't know <laughs> you feel bad for not knowing what to do but yes. it's totally yeah yeah, so it doesn't help when all your friends are saying what they want to do and you're like the lone wolf. So that was me. <laughs> yeah. Um, favorite food? I'm a big uh, breakfast person. So every time anyone asks me, I always say waffles. I love waffles. <laughs> waffles. Have you ever had um, Roscoe's? Of course. Those okay. waffles there, there's something in there. That yeah. Makes it, I don't know if it's cinnamon or they sprinkle a little crack on there but it's something that <laughs> makes it super good so yeah i love Roscoe's. every time i'm down we go play south bay lakers and Lakers uh-huh. and I'll, I'll stop by Roscoe's. oh yeah it definitely it definitely triggers a different um mm-hmm. taste bud so um dogs or cats big dog person big dog person okay do you have any uh my parents do uh, okay. They have one that's like part white lab, and we don't know what the other one is. So they're both uh, rescued mutts. So oh, nice. We I love, love that. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Um, that's another thing, especially during this quarantine. A lot of people have been going to shelters and adopting dogs, mm-hmm. which is so amazing. I'm so happy to see that. No, yeah, plenty of dogs that are out there that don't have homes. That yeah. For sure, the attention yeah definitely and i've i've rescued one last year um her name's aspen she's the white german shepherd and she's she definitely has a cat personality to her she's like a little diva at times but i love her so (laughs) so but yeah everyone should go out and adopt there's too many um animals out there looking for homes so that's that's great indoor are you an indoor or outdoor person See, I, I spend most of my time indoors, like basketball and, like, working out and stuff. But and gaming. I think <laughs> super happy. I love, like, getting out. Like, going swimming is one of my favorite outdoor activities. So I love doing that. Okay, so you're, like, in between. Yeah, definitely got to have a good mix of both. Okay. Summer or winter? 
See, the way I think of it, I feel like it's always easier to get warmer, but it's like when you're hot, it's so hard to get like cool again. So I'm a big winter guy. So it's my, my birthdays in the winter, my favorite that's, holidays. That's exactly my thought. I'm like, there's only so many clothes you can take off until you're like exactly. nude. So. Yeah, so I'm big with that. That's, that's a smart decision. Um, Instagram or Twitter? Uh, I'm probably... Hmm. See, I go to those two different things for different things. Like, if I want to like catch up on like see what my my friends are doing, I'll go on Instagram. But if I kind of like get my news or just see what the whole world's about, I probably follow more random people on Twitter. So I love like seeing funny stuff on Twitter. So, yeah. so I'm glad I have both. Okay. Okay. So if you were to choose one person to follow you on social media, who would it be? One person to follow me. Yeah. Oh, man. I think if I got a President Obama follow, I think I'd be, I'd be sad. I think I'd okay. call it a good answer. Nice. Yeah. I like that answer. A lot of people tend to go LeBron or one of the Kardashians. So. Yeah. But I see, like, there's, there's, only, there's so many NBA players out there, but there's only a couple presidents that are still alive. Yeah. So I think that's, that's a good way crazy. to look at it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay, I kind of already know this one, PS or Xbox. So we know he's a PlayStation yeah. guy, everyone. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. Netflix or Hulu? I like Netflix more, but if I was trying to find like a good TV show to watch, I'd go to Hulu. Okay. What are you What are you watching right now? Right now, just in like my free time, I'll watch like the Avatar, The Last Airbender. I've been trying to finish that series again because I already watched it once before and it's just, Oh my gosh. Do we have the same brain? Because I I love the Avatar Last Airbender. I finished it again. I totally binged it like a whole weekend and like two days. And I'm so mad at the end. I don't want to actually it's 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 an older show. So everyone should probably know about it. But and especially because you watch it. So it's not like I'm spoiling anything for you. Mm -hmm. But at the end, I wish they came out with like another season. Yeah, I wish they came out with another season because it just it has like a bad ending. Like there's the you know, Zuko, the he the firebender, he's like trying to look for his mom yeah. and then it just ends like mm-hmm. that. So that's... Yeah, you kinda wanna see him grow up and like kinda yeah. see what happens all that stuff. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I'm on the it's same boat. Don't make, don't make attention to it. Yeah, I hope so. I'm like, it's been so many years, please. <laughs> um, okay. Um, getting would you rather get dunked on or crossed up? Oh, if I'd rather get dunked on or crossed up. Ooh, I don't know. I'd kind of rather get dunked on. I don't know. I feel like, oh, man, that's too negative. Yeah, I'd probably get dunked on. <laughs> I don't know why, but that's the first thing that comes to my mind. I'd, I'd rather not fall on the ground. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. I want to say that's the safe answer because you can say that you're trying to go up for the block. Like when you're getting crossed exactly. up, you can't. There's mm-hmm. nothing to. There's no. It's just less stuck on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. So if you were to choose a sponsor to represent you, who would it be? Whether it be a company or if you were to pick a sponsor. Ooh. I was to pick a sponsor to be sponsored. Uh, I'm trying to think something that I use a lot. So being like a sponsor, I'd get a lot of free stuff of that. Uh, man. I don't know. I feel maybe get sponsored by Apple. I feel like that'd be a dope sponsorship. Okay. Kind of like 
refund, free tech. There you I go. Check out their technology early. I think that'd be pretty dope. Yeah. Or maybe Tesla. What was your second choice? Tesla. Oh, Tesla. Okay, so you're going all these luxurious ones. I like it. <laughs> so, In and Out or Chick Fil A? I think Chick Fil A. Chick Fil A. I love their fries and the sandwiches. I think I've never had a bad experience at Chick Fil A. <laughs> you had one at In and Out? No, see, I haven't had one at In and Out either. But okay. I feel like their customer service at Chick Fil A sends them over the top. Like they're always so nice. Yeah, so yeah, those are two of my favorite. Okay, yeah, Chick Fil A's um, fries are definitely fire. So I would agree. Mm-hmm. If you were to choose one place to vacation, where would you choose to go? One place. See, there's one place. I I know Hawaii is super basic, but I have never been there, so I want to go visit Hawaii. Hawaii. That's def- yeah, it's definitely on my list of places to visit. Oh, it's so amazing! So gorgeous. Mm-hmm. The water yeah, is yeah, it's so places. clear. Man, see, I went to on a cruise to Jamaica. And that, that was probably one, like you could see to the bottom, it was like crystal clear. I think that was like one of the coolest. Oh, Jamaica's on my list too. Yeah, Jamaica was dope. Oh, that's awesome. But yeah, Hawaii, it's you get to see the colorful fishes and there's so many activities and boats. It's just, yeah, it you definitely are on island time, which is so nice. Like you don't think of anything yeah. else, just the waters and tropics. Good way to get away. Yes. Sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, secret talent. Do you have a secret talent to share? Secret talent? No. See, I wish I had a secret talent. I know what about, Can you juggle? <laughs> I could try. <laughs> I could try. Okay. Oh, wow, good idea. I would say your talent's probably gaming. You're probably you're pretty. You would you would would you say you're pretty good at gaming? Uh, yeah, I'd say I'm better than average. Okay, so your secret talent is building. (laughs) Okay, maybe that. Yeah, we'll go with that. I like that. Yeah. Do you have one thing on your bucket list? What's one thing on your bucket list? I wanna, uh, I wanna visit at least every continent. I think that'd be it. Oh. Yeah, traveling to every continent. That sounds nice. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely seen. Yeah, the different cultures yeah. and everything. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, there you go, everyone. Oh, by the way, are you TikToking right now? No. See, I I have TikTok, but then I deleted it because <laughs> I just never use it. So I'll, if I if a TikTok if I see a TikTok, it'll appear on Twitter, and that's how I'll see it. Okay, so you don't go on. You so you're not messing with the app like certain young younger generations are right now. Uh, yeah, I know that's it's gonna that's the next big app. Like that's gonna be huge. Yeah, or it already is actually. Yeah, it's, it's not pretty, gonna be already. Yeah, it's pretty big. I think Instagram is kind of still the number one. Um, yeah. But but yeah, it's getting up there, and as I've I think messed... it was a perfect quarantine too, because I feel like that's when it like everything TikTok blew up. Yeah, because it, I I heard I've tried it a bit. Um, I remember I did it with my parents. It was so funny, yeah. but it took us like twenty takes. Because it's like oh, it's a lot of dancing right and choreography, so yeah, it's, it's definitely some talent. Like yeah. you know, all the editing and stuff that they go through. Yeah, so yeah, those are definitely whoever can TikTok. That's a talent, I should say. So uh, put that on your resume, everyone. Um, but thank you so much, everyone. I hope you enjoyed getting to know Cody. And Cody, thank you so mm-hmm. much for 
talking with me and coming on the podcast. I'm I hope everyone enjoyed getting to know him and what his advice and what his experience has been and what his grind continues to be, um, especially now. But thank you so much um, for coming on. Yeah, no, I love this great conversation. I appreciate you. Yeah. So where can people follow you? I'm most active on Instagram. So you follow me at Cody Too Easy. Cody Too and Easy. Okay. Okay. Is there is there I know people choose Instagram names based on like certain I don't know. Is there a reason you went like that? See my roommate and I in college we're trying to think of like little handles and Mm -hmm. I was like, Man, I need like like Cody's already taken, like I already tried to find that. Mm -hmm. And so I was number two in college and I was like, Oh, how about too easy for like too easy but with the e and the z instead so okay i like just it went with it rocked with it i was actually i was champagne daddy for a little bit but i had to change that <laughs> i couldn't keep that, that <laughs> oh my gosh but, that's too funny i could just imagine yeah. like every like if you're yeah. on like a sports show or something like promoting yourself <laughs> and they're like follow this yeah. man champagne daddy exactly once in a while i'll check to see if the name's still available but Oh, no. No, no. Don't do it to yourself, Cody. Don't do it to yourself. (laughs) Maybe one day. (laughs) That could be uh, another Instagram handle for you. Yeah, Um, it'll be my my burner Instagram account. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But thank you again so much. Um, I had a blast, and hopefully you're staying safe, and and hopefully Mm -hmm. this world of ours gets a bit better um, the next time we talk, so... But you're always welcome. You're always welcome on back on. I would love to continue to share this platform with you, whichever, whatever comes up. So hopefully we, I get to see you play sooner rather than later and connect with you um, a bit more. And I hope 2020 can (laughs) tries to be a better year for all of us. So, but thank you again (laughs) so much. (laughs) Okay. you You guys, you guys are listening to hoop waves and this was Cody Demps and Again, everyone continue to stay safe and I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye guys.